We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome into another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He is Robbie Hummel. And yeah, I look like shit, Rob, because you've been living fast. You've been living fast is what you've been doing. Listen, all right. First of all, two nights ago, I did the Champions Classic and uh, and I go back. Uh, Talia went with me because she was in uh, uh, Bloomington, which is only 50 minutes from Indianapolis, as you know. So, you know, double overtime first game. We'll talk about the Champions Classic here in a bit. We get back to the room at like two, two thirty, and uh, she got to get up the next morning for a test. But I got a, I had an early flight with Doster to Austin, Texas, for the Gonzaga Texas game last night. So we got to get up at five, and uh, and the problem was I couldn't fall asleep till four because my daughter uh, was snoring pretty loud, pretty loud. And usually I'm the one who gets yelled at by my wife because I snore. So my wife has to leave the room. You'll, you'll find all this stuff out when you get a little bit older. Uh, when I'm mature. She, she has to, <laughs> yeah, well, when you're mature, I don't know when that'll happen. But uh, so my wife has to leave the room. So I get yelled at plenty of times because I'm, I'm, I'm loud. And obviously, Talia, you know, unfortunately might have picked up this uh, awful trait from me. And uh, so I got like an hour. Like I don't sleep on planes really at all. So then, uh, and last night, obviously, the game ended late uh, at, in Austin, and Doster and I went out a little bit after the game. So, uh, yeah, my eyes uh, probably look like shit. And I Austin has like claimed shit. another victim. That's right. Normally, That's right. it's bachelorette parties, bachelor parties, college students, but this time, <laughs> it's 50-year-old Jeff Goodman who's been claimed as well. Damn, man. And, and I'm going to Vegas today. Oh, Jesus. So I'm glad we're not doing this podcast tomorrow morning. At least today, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have made it. Wreck. Yeah, I wouldn't You're have made it for train tomorrow. wreck, dude. Yes. No. Where doubt. are you staying? Where are you staying? Oh, I made a mistake here. And I'll, oh, in in Vegas, you mean, or here? Yeah, in Vegas. In Vegas, the uh, Park MGM. No, oh, that's good for the arena. It's perfect. Ex- exactly. I mean, you know, the Cosmopolitan is the one that I always stay at. Yeah, any of those in the city center are good. And that's where that all the action is anyway, right. from like right. Park, Park MGM, MGM to, to yeah. the Bellagio. I don't know how nice the rooms will be. I don't really care. We're not I stayed really there nice. in college. They're, they do? They're like, yeah. That was when it was the Monte Carlo. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fine. What Great Vegas location. was on the strip is that bad. Yeah. It's really exactly. 
exactly. All right, let's get to last night's game uh, because I also did forget my uh, – I took the wrong uh, laptop charger. So this this, this podcast could, <laughs> could be uh, – I'm looking at the battery. All right, ever the professional. The ever the no professional. No doubt. Yeah, here. not pretty. Not pretty. But what was pretty was Texas's offense last night. Their That's offense, right. like – Imagine I actually said that to Beard after the game. I said it was like basically going to get a root canal last year watching Texas's offense. Uh, last night it was pretty. Um, the motion was well. Listen, everything looks better when you're making shots. No matter what you're running, it could be the tight flex, it could be the motion, whatever it is, right? And last night Tyrese Hunter was making shots, and he didn't do a lot of that at Iowa State last year. He was awesome, and it made to me Marcus Carr look good. And they've got other weapons. Uh, and Gonzaga, frankly, did not look good at all last night. Uh, Mark, for you, you could see it in his face. And, you know, I was talking to him after the game a little bit. He's like, we got a lot of work to do. They do. And that's fair to my, say. Yeah. My biggest, my biggest impression early on is always not to overreact too much. Okay? Like, I like this Texas team. I like last year's, and, and that was kind of unfounded. That was more based on Chris Beard. Than, than anything else. This year, the difference for me is it's not a new coach in a new program. Now he's kind of got his culture established, right? He didn't – last year he inherited a bunch of guys that weren't his, right? Andrew Jones, uh, Courtney Ramey, uh, you know, guys that really weren't his that had been used to losing. And, and I felt like he accomplished about as much as he could last year with a group that he had. What the, now, they lost to Purdue in the second round. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, Dylan Mitchell is a stud who, so who knows exactly what he is, Rob. Like, he doesn't complain at all. They love him here, and he's potentially a first-round pick. Probably a first-round pick, to be honest. I'd say he would have had the dunk of the night, but the Brazil kid from Arkansas took Holy that. Holy shit. <laughs> oh that dunk God. was insane. Yeah, but Dylan Mitchell was nice, too. I mean, that, yes. that's, that tip back that he, he had. Go was, get it. He can go get it, and he's different. He, You know, he fits in, number one, because he's different and super athletic. Number two, because he's probably the highest-rated pro prospect they have, and he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't complain. He doesn't try to make shots that he can't. You know, he's not shooting from, from 18 feet to prove to the NBA guys, and there were a ton of NBA guys in the arena last night. Uh, and we'll get to the arena, which was awesome. Uh, the Moody Center, brand new last night. Uh, what what were your impressions of Texas? I think aside from the shot making, and I agree with you, I, I love Tyrese Proctor, uh, his, Hunter. Proctor Hunter. Tyrese Hunter's game. Um, just from seeing him in the NCAA tournament last year here in Chicago, yeah, and uh, yeah, he, I mean he was a playmaker and he was a big time defender. But if he's going to shoot like that, and Fran Frischel was talking about on the broadcast about all the work he's put in, yeah. he's going to shoot to that caliber. Who knows, you know? But the depth of Texas is what stood out. Uh, Daisu coming in and, and looking healthy this year and giving the spark that he does. Um, Sir Jabari Rice, I mean, just a yeah. winning player. You know, there, there's a lot of guys that came in and gave good minutes, whether they were freshmen, whether they were returners, whether they were transfers. Yep. They just they they love Rice. A lot of, I mean, Brock yeah. Cunningham came in and yep. played great. You know, the it's pieces like he, now fit as long. And again, my thing is always like, like, like was that a career night? For Tyrese, Hunter. it could be. I mean, that that was what was he five five of eight from three, nine of yeah. fourteen from the field. Yeah. Um, 
That, that could be. He 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 shot 27% from three last year. And coming into the night, he was shooting 18. Right. Now, right. you could say, well, small sample size. He's one for seven in his first two games. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if he is the knockdown shooter that's going to be able to make five threes in yeah. a game. It was funny to watch at one point when he was truly on fire. And Marcus Carr, I saw him in Minnesota. He gets close to triple doubles. Right. He's a good player. He's really talented. Yeah. I just worry that at times now he, I think, what is I know where you're he, going with this. I know where you're seven going. Seven assists. Yes. He his thirst to score at times when you're like, dude, you've got a dude. At the to talk dumbest about. times. At no, no, no. The I know. He took a shot and T.O. tweeted yeah. about it. It was yeah. spot on yes. because you've got a guy that's literally yeah. in the zone, and when yes. that's the case, you've just got to be like, all right, just give it up. You got to have it, feel. You got to have yes, feel point. as a point guard. But it, but he has a thirst to score, and it's it's crazy to say that because he does have seven assists, um, one turnover. Think about Christian Bishop just coming off the bench yep. and being one of your yep. backup bigs. I mean, he, he's a good player. Was a good. But that's kind of what what because Dylan Dissu was was pretty good. Now again, defensively, listen, Drew Timmy's gonna abuse everybody in the yeah. country. Like nobody. Anymore, I don't think anybody can can stop Drew Timmy these days. One on one, anybody, I you know how much how much length is there? You know, obviously Drew Timmy, that's his probably biggest issue is scoring over major length and athleticism. Who, who do you who do you like better, Tolu Smith or Drew Timmy? That was a, who that, that was To's comparison. One will never forget. We we will never, never let forget die. that. I'll we will never, never let that. die. I think To. Finally, has a newfound respect of Drew Timmy for watching. After watching him in person, he he yeah. he got. The and he didn't have his best game, um, but but they're not giving him any help. They're, right. they're where and we'll the get to Gonzaga. Yeah, we'll get to let's get to Gonzaga in a minute. Let's get okay. to Gonzaga, but Texas are they are they second weekend contenders? Are they Final Four contenders? No, and what do you fine. need I to think, see from them? I think they're. Definitely a team that you could chalk into Final Four contenders. Yeah, just because yeah. they have they have multiple primary ball handlers. Right. The shooting might. I mean, they make thirteen threes. Right. We'll it's see not, how that yeah. continues on. That's probably not. That's not going to be what they average. Right. But I do think with all the playmakers, with some of the youth, with some of the experience, with their depth, with the way they're going to guard you. I mean, Chris Beard's teams have always been terrifying because you're like they are going to guard their asses yeah. off. Yeah. And we're gonna they're gonna make it really hard for us to score. But now they have guys who can get into the paint. They've got some guys that I think are going to shoot it pretty well from three. They've got role players. They, they've they got a little bit of everything. And they're going to get seasoned in the Big 12, going up against the yep. Baylors and the Kansases. Yep. They they will be battle-tested. If they stay can they healthy, win the Big 12? Can they win the Big 12? Yeah. I, think, I, right. I haven't seen a ton of Baylor yet. I know they're talented yep. as well. From yep. watching Kansas as the champions, I, I like Kansas' team. But I don't think Kansas is – it's not one of those years where you look at the Jayhawks and you're like, oh, my God, this is overwhelming talent. They're they're good. And the way they grinded that out uh, at the Champions Classic two nights ago was impressive. But, yeah, I, they can win the Big 12. I mean, listen, when you're – Kansas has a couple guys who can really, really score that you know, right? Jalen Wilson can really score. He's and I think Grady Dick, Grady Dick will be a guy who can score. He's, he he's not great. there yet, but you saw it in the spurt. Texas has, again, I think the biggest thing is like, all right, Marcus Carr's got a year with Beard. Timmy Allen's got a year with Beard. And Timmy Allen so didn't he, play well last night. He was one Timmy guy Allen did play. nothing, and they scored, what, 93 points? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good night. If Timmy Allen can give you two, 
and you're going to score at that level. What I will say is defensively, I'm not sure any of those Big 12 teams are as bad as Gonzaga was last night defensively. That's true. That is, That's my worry that is with valid. Gonzaga, and we can get to the Zags right now. That's my biggest concern. Not can they score. Like, they're going to be able to score. Nolan Hickman's not Andrew Nemhard. We know that. You know, Chet, what he did defensively. At the rim. I think yes. two, those two guys being gone was so apparent last night. Yeah. Nemhard handling pressure, playing pick and roll, setting his – I felt like Drew Timmy, outside of back-to-the-basket stuff, and every time he got a foot in the paint, it was three Texas defenders were swarming him. They just where was the short roll? Last year yeah. it was pick and roll, short roll. Timmy yep. takes a dribble, floater, spray. Yep. I can't remember that happening one time. But you need a point guard who can handle the pressure and make the pass. Right. And I think Nolan Hickman is going to be a good player, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's there yet. Now he sprained his ankle, so it's like, yep. boy, the the point guard play. I, I think we appreciate Andrew Nemhard so much more for people that didn't see them a lot last year after watching that. And then the protection of the rim with Chet Holmgren, you know, it, it was there was none, and that they, they don't they don't have anybody that can protect the rim. And then you that know, covered one, up a lot of miscues guard wise defending the basketball. And Nemhard made it so much easier for Strother and Bolton, also, right? right? I mean, he knew where to get them looks, right? I I feel like Hickman doesn't understand that yet. You know, he's worried probably more about himself, and he made a couple threes early. And then, like you said, he got hurt late. Um, how about Mark Few's quote to me after the game? I said, "What you know? What do you think of Texas?" He's like, "They don't have any weaknesses." Now, again, last night they it did. could be shooting. It, I mean, it right. could end up being exactly like that's the hardest in a one-off, and and they played at such a high level in a game in which it was the only game of the night that really got a, a ton of interest. We'll talk your Iowa, my Iowa Hawkeyes, really. Uh, after because they blasted Seton Hall. Why are they your Iowa Hawkeyes? So I've I've now. Picked oh, you them. you you championed yeah. them. Yeah, okay. I did. I did. I picked them to win the Big Ten. Yep. I mean, and everybody laughed at me. Everybody no, no, no. I made didn't fun laugh. of me. I didn't, I didn't laugh at you. All right, I, Doster Doster made fun of me for that. And I and saw Doster a lot of was other shooting on the court, just freaking disrespecting he, the Moody Center. He outshot Terrence Oglesby. What? Really? He did outshot him. What was the score? No, they, they it wasn't that long. They were both just jacking shots. Oh, I, I happened like to I happened to post the clip where Doster made one and Tio didn't. I mean, that would have been shocking because I've played against Terrence since we were in high school and he could really, really he shoot. can he can shoot it. He can shoot it. Um, so the Zags, are you now worried? Like, part of me when Tommy Lloyd left for Arizona, part of me was like, oh boy. Like, this thing could fall off a little bit. I'm not saying it's ever going to go to a point where, like, Gonzaga's not going to be running the WCC. But what Gonzaga had done over the last few years was get to a point where they're they're consistently in the conversation as the preseason number one team, as a national title contender, and having a top, you know, lottery pick, right? Having, having NBA guys. Like, Drew Timmy, obviously, is, is still there for a reason. Because if he was good enough, he you know to be a first rounder, he would have been gone by now. Uh, same thing with Julian Strother. You know he was probably second rounder last year. They don't have that dude. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They still have a lot of talent. They still have a lot of talent, though. Yeah, overall talent. And when you look at, like, recruiting stuff, I mean, Malachi Smith is one of the best transfers of the summer. It's not like they haven't been getting good players. But there's no Chet Holmgren. There's no Jalen Suggs. Like, those guys were... Elite. Yes. And I don't even know if Tommy Lloyd got them both. I know he got them Yeah, I I don't know how much his recruiting was Tommy Lloyd versus Mark Few. So I I guess that's hard to say. But this... This could also be a total overreaction. It's just a cyclical, okay. Yeah. This could be an overreaction. They could be really good. I mean, this is That's one always game. the issue early they, they in the season. They didn't play great on the aircraft carrier, but those conditions are pretty hard to play right. in, I think. Right. Um, I, I think, they, wins, I think but... they're a step down. I think they are a step down from what they've been because they don't have that game-changing guy next to Drew Timmy. Is that I just fair? Don't think I'm, I don't think I'm ready to say that because I, from watching the Champions Classic, I didn't think those teams played all that well either, and they, they could be really good. Well, that that's – yes, that's but they have the high, bigger they have point. High-end, they have high-end, I guess, higher-level recruits that are freshmen that are playing, but I – I wouldn't. I didn't watch the Champions Classic and, and think, "Wow, they're you know these teams are so much further ahead than Gonzaga." Texas was last night. I don't know if Texas right. is going to be like that for the entire year. I just think it's too early to say. And you know what Texas had that Gonzaga didn't? They 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 had even older dudes. Like Drew Timmy's been around. Well, Marcus Carr's really really been around. Right, is this fifth year. Yeah, fifth year for Marcus Carr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of those guys. Timmy Allen, fifth year. Like those guys are men. Like. Nolan Hickman's not okay, but like the the difference between Drew Timmy fourth year and I'm not saying Marcus, Drew Timmy, I'm, I'm not, not counting but him, the, but like yeah. Hickman, Salas, yeah. yeah, right. Rusher Bolton is old, right? He's been around a yep. long time. Yep. Strother's played enough. I'm not saying I'm just saying like Texas has some guys that are like like really old. They've got they a might great challenge mix you. of of old. <laughs> They're gonna challenge you. They, for... They've got a great mixture of youth, yeah, veterans, transfers, yeah, and they, no doubt. They, they, they've all bought into the way that Beard wants to play. And that's part of it. I and think on top of that, they've, of they, they've got great momentum with that arena now. That place looked awesome on nice. TV last night. It really It did. was really nice. It holds about 10,000. So here's the deal with the Moody Center. And I don't know how it comes across on TV, but um, the upper level is full of, like, suites for the most part. And it's built for concerts. And they have this huge screen that goes across and they have the ability to do whatever they want with it. Beard said they're like tinker, tinkering. They're trying to figure out almost how to use it right now. Uh, but it was not intended. They don't want it to be a 16,000-seat arena. They had that with the Irwin Center, and it wasn't it wasn't good, frankly. They want it to be a 10,000-seat arena, 
and, and that's the lower bowl and what beer did. And, and obviously he needed help from the administration. The students feel like 72% of the lower bowl, like, like I for you know, like the good seats, whatever, whatever in, in, those in football that would not roll, but because of the way that right. basketball is there, they're probably right. like, all right, fine. And I forget. Better. Yeah. Better it, for the atmosphere. It was really good. It was really good. It got loud in there. It's obviously not at the level yet that he had Texas Tech at in, yeah. in terms of those fans, but he thinks he can get it there. He really does. He thinks he can get it to where there is rabid. You know, there's still, you know, Texas football fans first. I'm not sure that'll ever change. They're probably high school football fans second. Um, but <laughs> that's so true. But, but they'll listen. It was a home court advantage last night for probably, you know, one of the first times since I was there. When when Avery Bradley had it rolling and Damian James had it rolling, I mean, think about even like the Durant years. They yeah. they would fill the Irwin Center, right, or close to fill it, but it was never an right. atmosphere where you were like, "Whoa!" Like right. when you go to a Purdue right. or Indiana or Kansas. Right. Or Duke. Yep. Um, I'd been there for like I did an NIT game there, and it was one of the worst atmospheres. Not that the NIT brings it's... out the best in in high major crowds, <laughs> anyone, but it it was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. It was really bad. And even regular season games. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's a definite upgrade. Um, and people were kind of clowning it for the not you can't even sell it out. I don't think yeah. the I, thing is what it they, is. They but. didn't try to sell it out. They didn't they don't they'll never sell those tickets. That that's where Matthew McConaughey's sitting uh, up top drinking the wine. minister of culture. The minister of culture. Night? He wasn't there. He wasn't there, yeah. probably filming a movie. First big, um, first big game at his, his Moody Center. He didn't even show up. Did not show up. Obviously, football takes precedence there. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's there for those big ones. All right. As small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Uh, I've used it before, and I'm telling you, I've found really good people and uh, and done it quickly and efficiently. Uh, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash good to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, all right, so I kind of agree with you when we're talking about Gonzaga and even Texas and saying, like, all right, Texas may not be quite as good as we saw them last night. Gonzaga's probably not as bad as they were last night. Yes. But the Champions Classic did show us something overall. To me, it showed us that there's no dominant, dominant team among those six teams. Like, I haven't seen Houston yet. I, I don't yeah, know. You I've know. seen them this weekend. I'll see yeah. them in Oregon. Um, I can't wait to see him. I, I I'm excited too. Yeah, they they may be the best team in the country because, frankly, the way Carolina's looked right now, they're not the best team in the country yep. yet. 
Yeah. Um, we kind of gave him the mantle based on that run that they had in the NCAA tournament last year. Caleb Love has to understand that Armando Bacot is on that team at some point. <laughs> and, and sometimes and, Caleb Love gets locked into yeah. jacking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. It's like, what are you doing? Like, I, what, I don't understand. You weapons around him. I mean, those five guys in the starting lineup can all hoop. So And like Pete Nance is like an afterthought right now. And you would just he, think. He is talented. Pete Nance is really talented. Like, wouldn't you think that would be the first thing that you would be doing if you were Caleb Love is like, all right, let's make sure that this dude is is happy. You know, I thought good. that he had found a really good understanding in the NCAA tournament last year of shooting and passing. Yeah. I thought he had he had gotten to a good mixture. And there was games I watched late in the season where I'm like, this dude, all he wants to do is score. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it seems like he sometimes, it's kind of like Marcus Carr. The right. thirst overwhelms right. you. Yes. The thirst to score overwhelms. <laughs> but to impress NBA people, it would be a mixture of both. It would be playmaking. It 100%. would be, okay, if you're open, sure, we want you to shoot it, but get him involved. Make him feel comfortable. Yeah. Get Armando Baycott the ball. You yeah. know, like there's there's other guys out there that can play. So what was the 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 one thing that stood out to you the most from Champions Classic did anything surprise you? Did anything blow you away in terms of, of uh, yeah, a little too much light coming in? Light Pro probably a good those, thing. Less light might eyes. be better for me right those now. hungover eyes are struggling. Yes. yes. Um, you know what? And I don't want this to take away from, from what Michigan State did yeah. because they hung in there and they made plays. Yep. And in double overtime, they, they made some, you know, Joey Hauser was great. Marty Sissoko was like a different freaking player. I cannot fathom it. He was he was a he was a dude that would come in and foul four times and yeah. be a big yeah. that you were like he has no control of of his body. He's just no. You thought just, he was going to transfer to Western Michigan. He's just fouling the hell out of everybody. Yeah. And yeah. now he's fluid running the floor. He's catching lobs. He's making post moves. Like it's like Tom Izzo said that he'd gotten way better, and everybody's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> right, right. Shit, he did. Yeah. So yeah. Th that's not my main takeaway. And I, again, I don't mean this in any way to take away from Michigan State, but I was shocked at the lack of execution by Kentucky late. The the inbounds play. You, hey, you weren't the only one. The first Malik Hall slip to force overtime. Oscar yeah. Shibwe is above every player. Right. It's, Why? It's a, it's a good read. Yeah. But it's yeah. the only read. I mean, you have to go there because yeah. the defense is so abysmal. Yeah. Um, the press play was awesome by Tom Izzo. But you can also argue, you know, I guess you're pressing to try to take some time off the clock. But yeah. if you don't, they've got to still score in the half court, which at times can be a struggle for that Michigan State team. Offensively, it was like, what are they running? It was like watching one-on-one -on -one the entire time. I, 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 I felt like shocked. they didn't run anything. G-Boy's fifth foul, just a blatant moving screen. I mean, there was so many things where I'm like, you know, they're missing free throws. Yeah. I, I was shocked at Kentucky's lack of execution. And and credit Michigan State for taking total advantage. Tyson Walker made big shots. Joey Hauser made big shots. Yeah. Um, Malik Hall got dunks. <laughs> so, But that, that was my biggest takeaway. Holy crap, yeah. Kentucky gave the game away. It's hard. It's hard not to think that way when you watch the game because Kentucky had the game so many different times. They lost it seven different times, right? After winning it seven different times. Yes. I mean, it yes. Was crazy. And again, like credit to Michigan State, credit to Izzo, um, and and Cal took some accountability for it, 
and said we didn't execute. That's on me. But then there was the excuse of, but we haven't had three guys. But, but they we have haven't. veteran. They have veteran guys. Right. I mean, they have they have some youth too. But Jacob Toppin is fifth year senior. Right. Yes. Sheway is fifth year. Yeah. Um, and Sheway's been Weaver, in the program for a year and a half now. No, He's been I, there for a year and a half. I agree. I thought there was. Is Antonio Reeves an older guy too? No. Well, older guy transferred from Illinois transfer. State. Yeah. 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 So, I just there was guys making mistakes that you're like these guys should not be doing this. No doubt. No doubt that. That was a big takeaway for me. The other takeaway with Kentucky is they're going to be really freaking good. They're going to be really good because the pieces fit together. I like Cason Walls. Oh, he's awesome. He plays his ass off. Yeah, yeah. No, he defends. I asked Cal this after the game. Um, Did he answer? Yeah, we walked for the about five minutes to the bus, just just the two of us. Together? Yeah, together. We were hugging. No, we were not hugging. But uh, I did. I did ask him. You know, like when's the last? Casey Wallace, the last uh, guy who defended like that as a freshman for him, might have been Michael Gil- Gil- Gilchrist. He was on the perimeter. Defensively. You know, I mean, this kid comes in and he wants to guard, and he can run a team, and he can make an open shot, and even a contested one at times. Like he's not yeah. a bad shooter. So I, I think he's the guy that changes them. But he and, also does a little bit of everything. Five everything, rebounds, everything. Five assists, eight steals. On I've top said of his fourteen. You points. can't look at the box score mm-hmm. honestly to to judge the impact of Casey Walls. And the box well, score looks pretty good. Two nights ago, but, you could. That's a pretty impressive box yes. score. But a lot of times, you'll you'll look at it and be like, "All right, he only scored like seven points," and it's like, "Damn, he does everything." He, else. he also let him in minutes. He played forty four minutes. Right. He he's awesome, and they've got shooters, and the shooters, those two shooters. Didn't make shots. C.J. Frederick and Antonio Reeves didn't really make shots. One for one for seven and two for seven. Right. Where where Joey Hauser did. Joey Hauser. Joey Hauser kept him in the game. And and they there have been these rumblings out of East Lansing that you know he he has been their one of their maybe their best player throughout the fall. And again, the aircraft carrier game is probably the perfect storm of the worst conditions for him because he's got to make shots. Yep. No doubt. No uh, doubt. I, think he, I think he had two points, five fouls, and like four turnovers on the carrier. But he said it was, it, was, it was the outdoor conditions. That's what he said. Jokingly, that's, but he said it. It's probably fair. I mean, it for a shooter, is. yeah, that, that is, right. that's tough. Um, the shooting off the move grabbed my eye. I, yeah. I I felt like the pin down stuff they were running for him was was really, really good. And uh, he had confidence by then. He had yeah, confidence. Yeah. After it's making amazing. a couple. How about yeah. even he makes a couple – he gets a kick out late, I think in the second half, shot fake, wonder will pull up. Oh, when yeah. you make shots, yes. yeah. the way yeah. defenses guard you, it just opens everything up. All of a sudden, you can be a driver where you're not having to grind it out past an athlete yeah. because they're sprinting at you, they're running by you, shot fake, wonder will pull up. It just, when when the ball goes in the basket, from a confidence standpoint and from a way that def- defenses guard you, it, it changes the game. And he... He was feeling confident, and he he played great. I mean, twenty three points that's that's big time. Eight rebounds. He, he yep. played really well. He was good, like you said. Tyson Walker was really good down the stretch, and, and to me, you know, they're a team that they're probably not going to blow you away this year. They're going to have to do it collectively. And, and Jay Nakins probably keeps getting a little better and better and, and more comfortable. I will say, end of the game, it yeah. will be interesting to see who is the guy. Yeah, that that's yeah. that's definitely going to be. And last year, you know, Tyson Walker had a game winner against Purdue. Yep. Um, they kind of took turns. It, you know, is it? Is I it feel Joey like Hauser? it should be Walker making the decision. I'm not. 
Well, Again. especially with, with Sissoko's ability to roll now, you could you could set a ball screen yep. for a lot. I mean, Hogard can make plays, but you you worry about Tyson Walker as a shooter. He can get right. to his pull up, which he likes. Yep. He can shoot threes. Hogard, he's got to get into the paint for a layup or a floater to be a threat to score. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then you you surround him with Hauser and Hall, and right. and you know, so yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, I, think I agree. Listen, I think we got to a point now where we're like, all right, you know what, Michigan State, like. They can finish – I don't know if they can win the Big Ten, but they can win a lot of games in the Big Ten this year. We're coming into the year. I was thinking, man, because Izzo – I think they're 500 over the last two years in the Big Ten or right around there. I'm thinking, eh, shit, it's probably another 500 year for Tom Sissoko changes everything. He he really everything. does. Everything. Because you think yeah. Marcus Bingham's out of there. Who is playing right. center? And you're like, Sissoko or Jackson Kohler or one right. of the other freshmen. There's That's not going to – you no, know, get it done. Now, now I'm, I'm all. That's fine. I mean, listen, the, 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 the Cooper guy. You have about as good a chance of, of stopping Oscar Sheboy as, as the Cooper kid they put in late. Here's the thing about me and Oscar. If we went yeah. up together, he's got to guard me too. So I'll just take him on the perimeter and three so. better than twos. You think so? Although he, he defended right. at times really well. He did. Um, Oscar's got. I mean, listen. He, he made, he made like a 17 footer. He did. Um, yeah. You know, at one possession late, it was it was late, and he should have gotten the ball and, and and tried to you know score on the post, and he faded away. And the shot he, he took it. late in the game was horrible. Yeah, and you think Oscar Sheboy is going to chase me off all those screens? Please, well, not right yeah. now. Not not after missing a month with his with his knee. I'll not give him another that. couple weeks. No, no, no. Those right. big guys, they have they have. Tractor vision to yeah. stay around the painted yeah, area. It's true. It is. They true, might but... be out there for a little bit, but you start coming off screens, and it's a different animal for those dudes. I still say this, and and people will rip on me for this for how I do my rankings, but I think I, I'll I have them at like eleven right now. Kentucky, I think they will be. You can't. They... I mean, that's fine because you cannot overreact to right. one game. Right. I, I was disappointed them... in them, but yeah, they yeah. come out and they're going to play a schedule that gives them opportunity against plenty of good people. Yeah. Yep. And they could look totally different. They got Gonzaga Sunday. They've yeah. got Gonzaga Sunday. Totally. How big is that Gonzaga game? Gonzaga could blow them out, or Kentucky could blow Gonzaga out. Yep. And now we feel totally different about Kentucky or the Zags. It, right. It's the problem, I guess, with with us doing these types of podcasts, especially when you do it every night, is that the the nights get so amplified yes. when it is a five month yes. season. You know, especially like, hey, especially when there have been no other big games. Well, that's I mean, I was thinking, right? Thank God for the Gavit games. And yeah. Thank God for the champion. You Finally. were so excited for Seton Hall, Iowa, which we'll get to in a minute, just because again, like Seton Hall, Iowa this year, and Seton Hall's not very good. Um looks like it's been one of the better matchups of the early season. Yeah, All right. No, give me give me your quick thoughts on on Duke, Kansas before I get your uh your take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think Duke is definitely really talented. Filipowski, I thought, is for being seven foot, his skill set is is quite impressive. It is. Um yep. you know, not starting Derek Lively because he's been hurt. I think that changes. Uh I really like Tyrese Proctor. I thought in the second half he he was really comfortable in terms of making plays Finally. for yeah. for himself and other people. Him being aggressive is gonna be huge. Um the fact that they led late in that game. I think is a good sign for Duke because sure. um, they're young. They're so they're just young. yeah. They have so much youth out there. Um, I, I like I like Duke's team. I, I think as they get healthy and you get and we the don't, right. back. Yeah, we I, don't. I mean, we haven't seen arguably 
their best offensive player. I, I don't know if I'm ready to call Whitehead that. I haven't seen him enough, yep. but he could be. I just think they're they're freshmen, and then combined with with Roach, who's a, a veteran guy back. Um, Mark Mitchell did some really good things. Yeah, I, I think it was so weird St. John coach, <laughs> but cool. I mean, it was cool. Um, but I was I was really impressed by Kansas. Um, in terms of just their poise, Gr- Grady Dick's finishing last <laughs> four minutes. First of all, as a cutter, he is tremendous. The back cut out of the corner. The next play that he hit the three, it was the realization that, oh, wow, we were five on four. I can pop back and I'm wide open. Yep. Makes the three. Yep. And the cut from the top of the key, it it's awesome. a really yeah. ballsy pass, but uh, big time cut. I mean, he he made so many plays down the stretch. I thought Dewan Harris was tremendous. Yep. Um, people were clowning us for not drafting him as a point guard yeah. in our draft. And I kind of was like, no. Right. Well, because he can't score. But after watching him last night with the lack of point guards, yep. I I think they might have a case to be critical. He's an elite defender, elite, an defender. elite defender, big time passer. Yep. Um, he's just he, you got to you, you got to put him with four guys who can score. And my question to you is, does Kansas have a, a lineup even with four guys that can score that you're going to put him out there with? Now maybe by the end of the year, okay, you you could put him with. Grady Dick as a, a a veteran freshman who's consistent with Jalen Wilson who doesn't miss every three that he shoots. He shot and, 26 times, dude. That's a lot. That's he a was lot. on the prowl to score. Yeah. Well, his there was aggre- nobody else. No, no, no. He had to. He had right. to. Right. Um, I mean, Grady he, Dick didn't take a shot. Yeah. Didn't take was, a shot in the second half until about four minutes so, left. Yep. Who do you so. think was their best lineup? Wilson, Harris, Dick, McCullough, and... It's going to be the, the Uday or, or, It's going to be Uday, but he can't score. That's the problem. He's their best inside guy. He gives you rim protection. He gives you a, a guy who can rebound, but he can't. He's just a roller. Like, that's yeah. all he is. So, but I, I feel have like another that's, big. KJ Adams. Yeah. It's probably okay, though. I mean, as long as Jalen Wilson's not 0 7 from three. Right. And McCullough's got to be, McCullough's got to be more aggressive. And he, he was good. Shot. In the he first took half. ten shots. Yeah, he probably needs, you know, to be a consistent third scorer that's averaging twelve to fourteen. But as a and third scorer taking ten shots is, you're fine. is what he's. Yep. That's going to be his yep. volume. Yes. No, I think I think that's your best lineup down the road. I think yeah. KJ Adams coming off the bench is what you want. I mean, he's, he's really tank. undersized. He is a tank. He's he plays so hard yeah. and he's so tough. Listen. The one thing you can't question with this Kansas team is their toughness. And their winning pedigree. They've got some tough dudes on this. Like, Bill Self likes this group for their toughness. But, again, it's hard. Sometimes it'll be hard to watch them try to score. All right, before we run, the Iowa Hawkeyes, the team that I I believe I picked as the biggest surprise in the Big Ten in our preseason deal, I have picked them to win the Big Ten. Uh, I've also think I've picked Indiana. I probably picked every team to win the Big Ten on, you know, a different call or a different radio show. But I really liked this Iowa team going into the year, and I got clowned for it. You've seen them in person. You saw them dismantle a a very average Seton Hall team last night. Uh, what do you think of them? I think they're really good. I think they just, they just have so many – a lot like <clears throat> when we were talking about Texas, maybe not to that degree, but you look at the roster and you're like, he's good. He's a good player. He's a good player. And the 
Fran, Fran McCaffrey has not gotten credit for his player development at all. I mean, and you could go back a, a long, long time ago from the time he got to Iowa, but he, the last three years, you've had three first team All-Americans. You know, Luca Garza twice, Keegan Murray, signed Chris Murray up for that, <laughs> that, that deal as well. I mean, I don't know if he'll be a first team All-American, but he, he, he took a jump. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he, he looked awesome last night. I think Tony Perkins has been fabulous yes. as well. And he's got some shit to him. He's got, he's the key, Rob. He's the no, key no, no, to that I whole know. team. Totally. I, I think this is going to be one of Iowa's better defensive teams yep. under Fran. Because what's that just saying, got, Rob? Rob, what's that well, saying? They were better last year. Yep. They weren't, yep. they weren't like abysmal. Right. They've gotten better the last couple of years. But yep. I mean, I like Perkins. I thought Ulysses gave really good minutes. They, they just have so many different ways they can play. Sanford didn't play well last night. Um, but yeah, I, Patrick McCaffrey is a good player. Connor McCaffrey, since I think I saw a stat since January 1st of last year, or I guess of this year, he is shooting 40% from three. I mean, he's wow. so just as a guy that can spread the floor, knows what's going on, yeah. can play four or five positions, probably four positions. Um, I just really like their team. Rabracha's yeah. improved. He's aggressive and, and they play fast. They don't turn it over. They yeah. chuck it up from three. Yep. And they've got they've got guys that can also get to the rim. You know, they were posting the shit out of Chris Murray last night. And the big I, boy. I just, and the big boy can do what you need him to do. He doesn't yeah. need to score. They've got enough scores. He knows his role. And he's right. doing he's he was doing against Bethune Cookman. And I'm I think he'll do it the whole season. Is he was taking rebounds off the rim defensively and pushing it out. So wow. you got five dudes wow. that can take it off the glass. And did he look okay doing I mean it's Bethune Cookman? You, know, you but, know who he looked like doing it? Who? He looked like Ethan Happ dribbling the ball at the court. Okay. Who was very comfortable in doing yeah. that. I'm not yeah. saying he is Ethan Happ as a right. you know as a player. Yeah. But that's that's who he reminded me of breaking it out and pushing the ball at the floor. Um I, I they could they're gonna be a team that I think finishes in the, the top three or four of the big time. All right. Well listen, uh, I gotta run. I gotta catch a flight to to Vegas. Um playing hey, a little blackjack. When you land, you need to go to uh one of those rejuvenate vans get your how much are those IV. how much i don't are know those? but you need it if it's a thousand dollars pay it you're saying i don't look good <laughs> you can hear you can hear it in your voice and you can see it in your eyes yeah it's 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 a tough one to hide when you go back to back nights <laughs> with no sleep and when you're my goes. age it's i mean it's hard enough for you but uh when, when you when you get 15 years uh more on you it, it it'll be really hard for you to uh, combat no you just, sleep you know what if you're gonna if you're gonna who with the owls you gotta soar with the eagles in the morning Jeff. <laughs> listen i'm gonna be good i got i got uh baylor illinois ucla and virginia this weekend the main event is a sweet deal it's great i, I was there last yeah. year yeah the, it's fun with Arizona right and michigan you got it any, is a you, good tournament you got any uh hookups there for the the steak place in uh, in Park MGM, supposedly it's really good, but it's it's sold out. Like I've not been. I know they've got an Italy there that's great. Yeah, we'll do that. My wife and daughter awesome. Talia's flying out there too. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll we'll catch some games. You got what do you have this weekend? Oregon. I'm I'm going to Oregon for Oregon Houston, and then I'm out to PKI. So so you got a few days in between. Yeah, I, I'm Logan's going to meet me up there. We're going to go to the Nike store. Um, and then just prep. Have you been to the Nike store? Yeah, I was a Nike athlete. <laughs> I didn't know you got invited to the Nike store. You know what? When you I didn't know you were at that level. It's not hard. I mean, you can get invites from a lot of people if you know the right people. I'll I'll tell the story next week on the pod. 
we'll try to figure out around Thanksgiving. Well, you and I can probably be together in PK 80, 85. Oh, we'll yeah. Be, yeah. I'll tell the story of uh, uh, my confrontation with, with Daniel Dockage, uh at the, at the Nike store next week. All right. So if that, if there's a, a reason tease. to tune in, that's the tease. tease. That is the tease. So make sure you uh, subscribe. Make sure you watch uh, Goodman and Hummel podcast. And uh, we'll see you next week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.